to two people who I just wish would shut the fuck up. It's Juan and Joe. We get it. You're loud. Yes. What's up, everybody? Um, sorry, I had to make, I had to make sure I was <laughs> recording. <laughs> uh, so, welcome to another episode of Letters from B-Rad. I am performing. Like, performing. <laughs> I figured I'd just throw that in there. I'm actually doing this one solo today. Uh, no guest and, uh, and no one, uh, no co-host, nothing. So... Running solo today. I figured um, I might as well just put one out, even if it is by myself. And so hopefully you guys still find it a little entertaining. I'm sure you don't really want to hear me uh, talk just by myself the entire time. But I wanted to throw something out there since um, I haven't put something out or we haven't put something out in a while. And I figured, why not? I'll try letters from B-Rad. I've done solo before, but that was after the visitation. And it's a little different there because I'm the only one that was there to experience it outside of Brad. So that makes it a little bit different. This one, I haven't really, or from what I remember, I haven't actually read a letter by myself. Because usually, as you guys know, if you're, if you're familiar with the format here, we basically talk about a lot of things, bullshit for a while, talk about some topical stuff, and then eventually we get into the letters or the letter uh, from Brad. So uh, for those of you who are new to it, this is uh, letters from B-Red based on my buddy from, the, uh, from prison. So he's a, a childhood friend of mine. We uh, grew up together. And in 94, he unfortunately went to prison for life without parole. And since then, him and I, or he and I, sorry, uh, he and I have been in contact and communicating most of the time, uh, sometimes a little off and on by that, I mean, maybe a year or so. But we've been communicating in contact with one another for the last, what, 20 plus years and via letters and we still are doing via letters right now. I haven't been able to visit him uh, due to the COVID-19 and the quarantine that we've been going through. So unfortunately I haven't been able to go visit him. He did uh, uh, write me a letter and I think I put that up. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember right now. I'm sure I did. I had to up. You know what? I better check that, but I'm almost positive that I did. <laughs> I, you know, I might not have. So that means I'll have two, two of them ready to go. Let's, uh, oh gosh, that's crazy. If I actually 
um, did that. Uh, so we will see. Oh, yeah, I think we did. Okay, good. I was just checking. Thank you, uh, Jamie, uh, producer. Uh, that, that, that's basically me. So anyways, sorry. Apologize for the derailment there. But yeah, so I haven't been able to uh, visit him, and he did write me a letter, which is on the previous episode, not very long. And hopefully now that things are starting to open up a little bit, since we're here in Arizona, I'll be able to go visit him soon. Um, so anyways, we read the letter. It's not a really so much of a serious podcast, as I said just a minute ago. We do just bullshit, talk about topical stuff, things that we've experienced, things like that. It's usually my buddy uh, Jonathan Baden that comes with me. And joins me. Um, your device will start upside outside of ours. Uh, I don't know what that means. I just got some warning on the on uh, the computer. Sorry. Gosh, everything's just trying to distract me all of a sudden for some reason. Okay. Anyways, where was I? Who knows? But I'm gonna guess. Give my best guess and start from here. So, using my uh, my buddy slash co-host Jonathan Baden's here. Uh, he hasn't joined me for a little while. There's a few things he's taking care of. Not a big deal. And uh, and so we usually bullshit with one another, talk about uh, what's happening in the week, uh, topical things, um, the, what is it, the urban dictionary word of the week that we kind of come up with. Sometimes we play a little game with each other. It depends. Uh, not always naked, only sometimes. And then we also... Then read the letter from B-Rad. And a, a lot of times, I would say it's kind of half and half. Uh, well, now, since I go visit him, I don't get as many letters from him as I used to. But um, hopefully uh, that will change. Um, but anyways, so I usually read uh, his new letters, of course. And if I don't have any new letters, I write uh, or I uh, we talk about or I read the older letters that can date from far back and then that's kind of how we roll with this podcast we joke about the stuff because it's kind of crazy how he's been in prison for so long and how it's kind of a time machine for him and how he's not really familiar with a lot of modern things nowadays especially technology and we just try to have fun with it not bring up what he's in prison for but just topical stuff and and, and certain things so it's it's definitely a lot of fun. It's more of a a, a light, ho- hopefully comedic. Hopefully we help you guys laugh um, during this time or during this time. Now I sound like some politician uh, while we read the letters and stuff. So that's basically what's based on. So sorry, I didn't mean to go on to the explanation. Uh, and I'm sure you probably wish I would have just said something fast forward to about this time if you want to actually hear this shit start. Um. Really quick, you can find us on the Juan and Joe Studios on YouTube under Juan and Joe Studios. Have uh, plenty of videos there, whether it's sketch comedy, some of the podcasts on there, vlogs and animations that I've done for Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg from 98KUPD here in Phoenix, the morning station. I've done some for Craig Gass, and I did do one for Brian Callen. Feel free to check those out. and. Um, we also have a shirt company by the name of ktshirts.net and uh, always free shipping. Shirts are less than 20 bucks and we have quite a few to choose from. So check those out. My website's 
Sorry. Uh, first time I pronounced my last name. JoseMezaMedia.com. And you can also, I'm more active on IG than anything else. And you can find me there at Jose Meza underscore creator. And uh, we also have JuanaJoeComedy.com, our web site. I know, website. Now it's more like uh, social media and apps. And, uh, oh, and you can also um, check me out or every once in a while hear a little bit uh, uh, from me, but I do morely the videos and more, more or less the videos, some of the promotional stuff, some ad design, whatever need be for Frank Caliendo on the Frank Caliendo cast that I've been a part of, been very lucky to be a part of for uh, the last, I don't know, seven or eight months. And it's absolutely been amazing. I've, I've had such a blast with that. And uh, you could check out Frank Kelly on there. And lately, which is a great segue for this, which lately has even been on another level. Frank, uh, I believe, is just doing all his own bookings for the most part for guests because it's usually just Frank and Holmberg and Scott Long, another comedian that they uh, they both kind of uh, try host. Is that a, is that a thing? And and so they they hosted uh, uh, Toledo. He's the producer. I am, I guess you could say, the video guy. Two point. And uh, and we have a couple of the people on there. Um, as his guest, and usually this uh, kid by the name of Sean Salehi, who's a, a student at the Walter Cronkite School, something like that, ASU. Anyways, <clears throat> I always tend to go on so long sometimes, I swear. But anyhow, that's what it is. But it's uh, it was it's kind of loosely based on sports, but it's more just a funny go back and forth uh, it can be topical as well but like i said it's sports or whatever's going on and those two frank caliendo and john holmberg are amazing impressionists and if you guys are familiar with frank caliendo you know what i'm talking about and it just it gets really fun and lately lately which has been absolute it has just been amazing um is that We've had some amazing guests. You know what? Before I go on on that, I'm always a big critic for me in trying not to be distracted because I don't know, you know how they always, they say and or I've read or whatever you want to call it. You're doing something and you're focusing and something else distracts you. Your focus takes a minute to get back or at least your, your, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, maybe you're in the zone or something like that. And the minute you read a text or an email or something like that, you kind of get thrown off a little bit and your timing, I feel, gets off. That's exactly what just happened to me as I'm telling this story, trying to do the segue. And I got a couple texts and I'm just curious, like, who was it and so forth? Because, of course, I've been texting right before I got on here, which I sometimes try not to do because I know that's what will happen. But... Uh, that's what happened just now. All of a sudden, I was like, uh, uh, I forgot to speak English or something, you know. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Sorry, I had to go on that little rant. I, the guests that have been on Frank's show on the podcast, I got to tell you, I, 
I'm I just feel so grateful and so lucky to just be a part of that, to be sitting with along with these guys. Now, right now, of course, because of the quarantine, uh, we're all uh, we're all uh, what do you call it? Digital. Um, you know, we're doing everything remotely, of course, through Zoom video uh, and, uh, use, you know, we usually go to the studio. But that hasn't happened ever since the stay-at-home order and everything, just uh, doing our part. But nonetheless, I still refer to it as sitting in the same, sitting with these guys, whether it's remotely, digitally, or in studio. And I got to tell you, I'm just extremely grateful, and I just feel lucky to even just be a part of it, let alone to be able to listen to these guests that we have on this on the show especially as of recently it, it's I, I think it's been amazing I, the, the covid thing is crazy but i i think it's got it has some good uh i don't want to say things i mean that sounds so amateur like i said it's my first time speaking english but it, it's just had i think some bright spots is 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 tough and as dark i'm sure has been and uh, also uh, for some for some even worse but anyways i think this has opened up a lot of ways to be able to get more guests being that a lot of people have uh, as you know more time uh, for the most part not not everybody i know there's a lot of people out there still working but i'm just talking for the majority anyways and we've had some amazing, amazing guests. I mean, just a few weeks ago, we had Dennis Miller on there. Yes, the Dennis Miller, which was absolutely one of my favorite episodes. That guy just slays. And there's one thing when you hear them or see them doing a show, whether it's Monday Night Football, whether it's a late night, whatever. It's another level when you have just almost a personal conversation with them in in studio or or on the on the Zoom app and it's just it's just another level and it really shows you who they are and how amazing they and talented they actually truly are. It's just kind of like when you watch sports or an, an athlete on television and you feel that you could do the same thing. You could do it just as good or you're not too far behind. Whatever you want to put yourself, whatever you want to rank yourself at when you're watching that particular sport. But if you were to see them in real life or even try to, God forbid, challenge them because you are such a sports nut, even though, you know, you're not you haven't played a sport organized sport uh since high school and have never maybe most of us have never done college even less professional you see these guys you realize and understand the level that there are you don't really understand but what i'm saying is you realize they're just on another level and 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 you only you only see that when you're in person you see them with just your average person we don't look at it we see them as being as as us not being too far behind them because they're along other professional athletes. I mean, so we don't really, we don't really uh, come to the realization, the the level of that. So by what I'm saying that is when Dennis Miller was on, 
I, I find myself not to be the funniest guy in the world, but I, I think I have my moments. I don't think I'm too terrible. But then you have somebody like Dennis Miller come on, and then you just think to yourself, wow, I am really not funny at all. I, I just, I'm not funny at all. I mean, the way this guy just riddles things off, his uh, similes, 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 uh, the, the way his brain fires, his delivery, his quickness, his wittiness, just him just being funny, you just realize the genius that that you're watching and and experiencing, and it just makes you feel like I either should give up, <laughs> lock myself in the in the door and or lock myself behind closed doors and just give up, or holy shit, do I have a lot of work to do? And not be by a little, like a mountain, a fucking mountain to climb. That's how I felt with Dennis Miller. But I'm telling you what, it was absolutely amazing. And he was just hysterical. And he is what you get. Is that the way you get what you, get what you see? You know what I'm talking about. He is that guy. He does not hold back. He's not a different person. It'd almost be disappointing if Dennis Miller comes on and all of a sudden he's this heartwarming guy. And yeah, so good to see you guys, everybody, and kind of, you know, a little soft. It would be more disappointing to come to that fact that he was like that when you when you see him on a podcast and see him in his natural state. He was not. He was himself. He was a he was a ball buster. He was just slain. And it was absolutely phenomenal. So that was one. We had Bobby Lee as a guest, which is I I love Bobby Lee. And he that guy's a fucking animal. And um and I, I, I just I couldn't believe that we had him on. And he is he's so grateful to Frank and and he was it was just a great, great episode. He was he's he's just he's so much fun and the transparency that he has about his life and the details that he throws out there, it's 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 amazing. And the best part of it is he just doesn't give a shit. And in the sense, same thing with Dennis Miller, but he just doesn't give a shit. And it is, it is just great to see that. I envy that type of stuff, and I try, for the most part, not to give a shit and and have any expectations and. I'm relatively pretty good at that, but I think there's there's still areas that I need work on, and sometimes it gets the best of me. So I need to get a little bit better with that. Um, alongside, we've had Ed Mylett. I always want to say Mytel, I don't know. Ed Mylett. Um, I've never heard of him until then, and and he is kind of like a Tony Robbins. And a matter of fact, Tony Robbins is the one that, in a way, helped him slash discovered, you could say. That guy was fantastic. I am a person that actually likes to listen to these type of individuals. Um, I don't know if you want to call them. Well, I mean, what do you call them? I, I mean, I know the public speakers and the self-help guys. Some people don't like to be called self-help. I just like listening to people that motivate you one way or another. I mean, the Jim Quicks, the world, Scott Smith, the, uh, the Daily Dose. Uh, Tony Robbins and this guy, guy Ed Milet was fantastic too. I mean, the, the the thought process that they have is is the things that I also love to try to emulate and and um, 
you know, instill in myself. And and uh, I, I, I just found it fascinating. Uh, we had another guy by the name of Major Garrett, which I'm not as a news guy and even worse or even less a politician, political anything. However, this guy is the what is the chief CBS chief correspondent for C a chief correspondent for CBS in Washington, D.C. Just, I would say, probably like the Dennis Millers of anchors, maybe, you know, some uh, uh, such a massive and huge name. Again, I'm not news. I'm not a news person by any means or anything like that. And I found him very interesting, very entertaining and just a Good, good guest. It was fantastic. And I got to tell you, this is one great thing about being part of a podcast versus just listening to a podcast. There are many times where I, cause I listen to Tim Ferriss, Mark Marin, Jim Rogan, you know, the, the ones that most people listen to. Um, because I just love the guests that they have in there and, and how they talk with them and how they talk to them. I, I love... I love when they pick their brains and I just love hearing what they've gone through, what, what they're doing, all, all that shit. I love it. And, um, and I have to say being part of the podcast versus listening to the podcast is so great because I'm telling you, I never heard of Ed Milet and I didn't really know who major Garrett was. If I saw those at any podcast that I was listening to, be it Joe Rogan or, Tim Ferriss, whomever, and I saw those names, I would have never listened or tuned in because that's just not, well, I didn't know who Ed Milet was. If I did, I definitely would. Major Garrett, I would have probably saw who it was and I would have been like, oh, that's cool. But I, I would have probably not tuned in only because, like I said, I'm not into news or politics. But being part of this podcast, um, in a way, I have to be part of, uh, I have to be there to listen to it. And, and of course, as being part of the podcast, I want to be there. I want to help. I want to be part of this as much as I can. And I'm glad that that's the case because listening to these, these guys, oh, and a Michael Lombardi, I just went through that Michael Lombardi NFL uh, guru, I would say, I would call him. Um, I love the NFL. I, 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 it's, it's my favorite sport. Um, and obviously, I still got a lot to learn. Michael Lombardi is supposed to, is 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 a, is a big big name in that in that industry in in NFL. And uh, but I just again, I would have never really probably tuned into these guys. And I'm so glad that I'm part of that, so I can tune into it and listen. And I just find it so surprising and so amazing that these guys were as interesting as as I could have even imagined. Um, I just, I just can't believe how great they were and they are. And that's, and again, that's the beauty about having people being authentic and being on a show and being themselves versus watching them on TV or, or, or being on the tonight show, whatever you want to call it. It's been an unreal and amazing, um, experience for me. So very grateful to be part of that. And, and it's been fun. And so today, which I had, I didn't want to tell many people, uh, like you know, friends and stuff, of who maybe we're gonna have a guest today because I always say schedule, schedule, yeah. But the bigger the name, I think, the more chance there is that they might not be able to make it or have to reschedule because let's face it, on a when they're going on a podcast versus 
a company calling them to whether it's make some type of business arrangements with them, whether it's uh, endorsing a product or voice or whatever it may be. They're going to take that, of course, because, I mean, that's that's a lot of money they're leaving on the table. And uh, and some and, and, and both parties are extremely busy. So there's always a possibility for change. So I was super excited for this. And, and I couldn't believe when Frank said that we were going to have uh, him on. And that was today, which it did happen a few hours ago. And that is the one and only Shaquille O'Neal. I was, yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. I couldn't believe that we actually had Shaq, the big cactus, the diesel, uh, Superman. I don't know the other 20 uh, names he goes by. We had him on there, and that was absolutely thrilling, fucking amazing. And he he was just, he was a cool cat, man. It was, it was a hell of a time. And I enjoyed every minute of it. I don't know when that's going to come out. And this it might be out by the time this one, this episode of mine comes out or ours comes out. But that I couldn't believe we had. Shaq. I mean, Shaq is no small name by any means. You don't have you don't have to just know sports to know Shaq. And 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 to have him that is, that is just massive. So. I was I was very excited for that. I, I do enjoy my sports and. And it's just absolutely fantastic. So that was I was very excited about. I wanted to really bring that into light today because I just I was hoping just don't cancel, don't cancel or don't reschedule. And we had to reschedule, but only 30 minutes uh, push, push to 30 minutes up. So we got to talk to him or well, they did. I, I didn't get to talk to him, but at least I was there listening and, and I was there part of the Zoom call. And it was Everything I had hoped for. The guy is funny. He's great. I've always liked Shaq anyway. But I just appreciate his authenticity and how he just says what it is. And he's just, uh, he's not an asshole. He's not arrogant. He's confident. And and that's the type of people you want to be around. Those are the type of people you want to associate with and, and just and somehow pick up that energy that they have. It was... So good, so great, and I recorded some of it on my phone, and I can't wait to listen to it again once the episode comes out. But you guys should tune in that. But that was absolutely fantastic. I, I'm actually still a little bit in disbelief, and it's a little surreal to me still. But absolutely, absolutely great, and and um, and I'm just happy. I'm just so happy about about that, and and how um, how it, it actually happened. Um, that it actually happened, should I say? Uh, the other thing I was gonna also say is like uh, something to do about the COVID. And of course, I forgot because I don't take notes, and it had a, it, had, it came up because of some, <laughs> some reason. I think it was talking about Brad and so forth like that. But, anyways, oh yeah, okay. So the COVID has been hard on just about everyone, if not everyone. This is something, of course, none of us have ever experienced nor I don't think most of us would have known something like this was going to happen or even thought about it and we all say it's kind of like a movie which it definitely is and and was and probably still will be it is bad it's it's a terrible thing but I have to say that I I do look at it in a way that it's a 
a necessity to to a point, not on economic measures, because people have lost their jobs and have lost some money, including myself. I've lost a lot of money, and it's not not that part really is hard. Luckily, I haven't lost my health or anybody else, but financially, definitely been impacted. That being said, I have to say though that. It has been a big bright spot to a point that it did need it. And this and this is why. Hear me out. This is why it was partially well, part of it's needed for sure. Is because I think as us humans, we take advantage of everything. And of course, the better we live, the better we're at. And and not not hating because I'm I'm loving that we're in this country and I have no problems with that. So I'm not complaining about that. But we forget of the simple things. We forget of we forget about a lot of the things that we should really look into and should really enjoy, that we should really be fulfilled by. And because we're always doing something, we're always working and we're always trying to buy the next best TV, the next best phone, whatever it may be, I think we lose our sight a little bit. We lose who we are to a point and realize that the things that I think actually make us happy and laugh and whatever you want to call it um, are always there, no matter how much is stripped away from us. I think planet earth was a, I'm going to check a reality check to us human beings. Besides the fact that uh, maybe the cancer that it's trying to get rid of, because I firmly believe that we are Earth's most incurable, non-treatable cancer uh, to a point. But I got to say that it's also just a, a way of life, whether you believe in God, universe, whatever it is, it's a way of life to give us humans a reality check and go, hey, asshole, wake up. There is so much here to do outside of just going out and spending money and uh, buying shit, whatever you want to say. There is walking trails out there. There are parks out there that have been out there forever. Parks that have been out there forever and beautiful parks because they're taken care of in most cases, most places, very well kept, and they're always empty. Imagine, take it, imagine the real estate that that shit takes, and they're always empty, except for my people, the Mexicans, who love hitting that shit up on Sundays. Of all days, man, that's being a trooper. I'll tell you that, and and uh, and and the 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 all the stuff that we're able to do outside. I mean, people riding bikes and shit, flying. I saw people flying kite. You know, you know, the last time I seen that, I I, I couldn't even tell you. Maybe at the beach somewhere on a, maybe not even then. I, I honestly, I couldn't even tell you. Um, people actually doing things outside. Where it's almost like they came out and they're just like, what is, what is this? Where, where are we at? Wow, this, there's an outside here. There's things to do. I mean, all the weights at, at Walmart are cleaned out. You can't find one. I, I think dumbbells, they must be going for like $3 a pound now for these weights. It's insane. Completely insane. But I think it's given new life new perspective and new value to a lot of people that have lost that lost the sight of many of those things. And 
I honestly think that it's just one of those things where we have so much going on that we just take everything for granted and take advantage of it and just don't fucking realize what we have next to us or in front of us. And I'm telling you, it has been absolutely amazing to see this happening. The sad part that actually kind of breaks my heart that that's not going to last. Eventually, everybody will come back to their normal selves and more than likely this might not happen again. If it does, it won't be for a long time. And I can't, And of course, I hope that. But nonetheless, the reality check. Hopefully, it does change a small per- or a percentage of people for good. But keep an eye out for Craigslist and OfferUp in the next six months. You'll be getting brand new bikes that you can buy, brand new weights, uh, benches. Uh, what what else can you do on the inside? Um, um, I, I mean, besides like puzzles and shit, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of stuff that's, uh, that that you're able to do outdoors that you want to do outdoors or or exercise that no one will ever use again once they have like this isn't so bad and before they know it they're out drinking and partying whatever and i i hey listen i do the same goddamn thing so i'm not saying i'm not down in that i'm just saying that they 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 had lost the sight of of humanity in and what really means in life to a point and this helped them get back on track and some of them unfortunately will lose their way again but anyways Keep a track, keep keep an eye out in the next four or six months, man. There is going to be some brand new good shit going on sale at offer up in Craigslist. No doubt about that. Uh some some good stuff. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the only thing I want to say, kind of the COVID thing. It's crazy and it sucks. And luckily we're opening back up. But man, I think it's it's brought the light to some people. And good. I'm glad that it has. Um, that mask shit's getting old though, and I don't wear it. We're not required, and the only that's the only time I'll wear it if it's required. That gets to me. You know what gets to me even more though is these fucking people that are wearing it inside their own car, yeah, because it's their own car, or they're just walking outside wearing it. Now I could be wrong, but from what I understand, the mask should be kind of more worn when you're going out to public more enclosed areas such as a grocery store gas station things that you're touching once you're inside you're inside your fucking car quit driving with your goddamn mask on and your gloves and by the way speaking of gloves just because you have gloves on doesn't mean you can eat potato chips out of a bag with your gloves on after touching all sorts of shit it doesn't mean that it's not on the gloves people it is all over the gloves the gloves are to for you to protect protect you from the virus getting on your skin to contact others or contacting basically yourself by touching your face and so forth like that so the gloves still have just as much as the virus so eating potato chips out of a bag with your gloves does not work jesus i don't I'm telling you, I I do question, I do question humans to a point. I've always said, and I, and you can ask my closest friends, I've always said, 
it's the population is split up in three, which is 85% of the people are followers. Not that's a bad thing, but they're followers. They, they're, they're the working bees. They're the ones that are supporting, the, the, they get the, kind of like the backbone, the trench workers, things like that. 10% are the innovators, the, the ones that actually create, the ones that actually are, are, are making movements in one way or another, whether it's globally, whether it's nationally, state, even in your own family, friends, whatever. I'm not talking about politician bullshit either. I'm talking about, you know, your uh, even, I mean, Elon Musk is another thing, but I mean, even some dads out there, things like that. And then there is the 5% that are just complete fucking waste of space and air. And they're here just floating around like amoebas, basically. That's what I would say. So I do question humanity a lot of the times. Therefore, I'm glad that I only hang out with the people that I only give a shit to hang out with. Um, but it's quite interesting, I have to say. And um, you definitely see the people who watch the news and the people who don't watch the news also during this pandemic and all the things that occur. So it's just it just trips me the hell out. Um, I can't wait for the gyms to finally open back up. However, I've still been working out. My boy Felix um, made some weights out of ready mix concrete uh, using molds of the uh, bottom of uh, what the, the the water trays for pots for plants and uh, bought a, a little bench, have a bar that his buddy let him borrow and the, the interchangeable uh, dumbbells for weights that his buddy also let him borrow. And man, we've been hitting that shit outside poolside at his place every day while our training days and it has been awesome chest day back day shoulder day buys and tries and even leg day even built a um, uh, a squat rack out in the back alley a uh, pull-up bar out in the back alley we used the the, the park a few times for our back workout and i gotta tell you it's been it's been a goddamn blast it's been it's been a lot of fun so we really haven't missed much of a workout and we've been hitting it hard and it's been great. And we finally, so we just decided to call it Monster Garage Fitness, just messing around. And that's what we have right now. So me being a, a graphic designer, I decided, hell, might as well just create a Monster Garage Fitness logo. And I did. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and the logo, of course, needs somewhere to go, right? So I made a shirt for our uh, ktshirts.net site. And now that's up there, too. And, uh, yeah, it's just been great being out there just working out all shirtless, sometimes pantless. You know, sometimes we just put a little, uh, like, a leaf or just, you know, something to cover our uh, our dongs up. You know, I mean, go commando. Not that that's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I know. I know. Sounds sexy, doesn't it? But it's been great, actually, to be working out outside. It's a little bit of a drive for me compared to my normal gym. But it's been a, it's actually been a cool change, and it's been a blast. And we've hit it hard and hit it well. So, yes, I'm still talking about weights. It's been fucking fantastic. And uh, that's which is where I'm going to head out after the podcast here. But still happy that the gyms will hopefully be opening up soon again. Like I said, 
with the Shaq example. Won't believe it until I actually see it happen. I want to get my hopes up. But it would be nice to do that. Go grab a beer somewhere. I know I'm just saying I went on the rant about taking, you know, advantage of blah, 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 and not going out. But hey, I'm not saying you should never go out and enjoy a beer or a meal or go out and have a good time. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's good to have that, but not every damn day or 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 for hours at a day. Whatever. I myself can't wait to go to Postino right down here. They have these pitchers of beer for five bucks in their microbreweries. There ain't that Bud Light shit or anything like that. We're talking local breweries and microbreweries, and it's just making my mouth water right now for five bucks. You can't beat that shit. Oh, I do miss that. Even though it's going to be a little warm, I don't care. Little um, Lost Viking from Oso and get back to the studio to do the podcast. Like there's a lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff now and a lot of good stuff going to happen. So very, very excited for that shit. I can't, I can't wait. It's going to, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good time. I don't think I have anything. I was just kind of checking on here because I did write a couple things for the podcast, but that was a while ago. Um, Oh, sorry. I was burping. That was a while ago, but uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been good to be able to still be able to do this. Uh, hold on a second, I'm going to upload. I'm just reading my list here, what I have, and I know that I have a few things, podcast ideas. Ooh, maybe I should have did a little more research before I started recording. That probably would have been way better than to trying to figure it out now. Uh oh well. I did not. Um, and. Oh, shit. I was just going to say something I forgot. Mm. Anyways, been definitely working, uh, doing a lot more stuff outside. Been playing a lot more tennis, getting a little warm out here in AZ. Actually, uh, a lot more warm. So we'll see how long we last a little bit longer back in the um, in the in the Monster Garage Fitness Gym. You can actually check that out on my IG. I took in some videos from that. Uh, Jose Mazik underscore creator again. And you can see some of those there. And it's been it's been good. But you you could check some of the videos I've done there with me and my boy Felix. It's <laughs> it's great. Uh, if you want to check out some of the equipment, you can see it right there. Custom, high craftsmanship, high quality absolutely fantastic coming from two non-engineers one creative one numbers guy as far as finances go not so much engineer wise goes i also uh went on a little tear for beating mike tyson's punch out i don't know if you guys have ever beat up mike tyson's punch out i when we were kids you know a group of us you know friends and so forth would play it and i was uh, out of my friends, it was the only one to be able to ever actually beat him. If you guys ever have played Mike Tyson's punch out, and those who of you who have know what I'm talking about, that has got to be one of the most difficult games to actually beat. Mike Tyson's a fucking animal on that game. And it's saying something if you can beat that. Dude. I'm not trying to talk myself up. I'm just saying it's not easy by any means. But I did record myself beating his ass. And I, I, uh, the best, and 
I haven't been really necessarily trying to beat my record, but I just didn't want to beat him in the third round. I wanted to beat him in the second round. And I finally, I have. I actually beat him in the first round. I mean, sorry. I wish the first round. I beat him in the second round. And then after that, I started, I kept beating him in the third round. And finally, I was able to beat him again in the second round. And I actually got him, got down to two minutes and 21 seconds into the second round. I just came up or came into this YouTube or whatever saying that you can actually take him down in one round, in the first round. I'm wondering if I should try it. I, I, I kind of was testing the little trick that they were saying to do. I'm not sure how well it works or how accurate it is. It wasn't working so well for me. But anyways, I might jump on that challenge. I'm not sure. but. I still beat Tyson in the second round, and I still got it, motherfuckers. I still got it. See, I'm not too old. But if you guys want to find out what happens after you beat Mike Tyson's punch out, you could check it out on my IG. Uh, let's see. Angry voicemail. I was just kind of looking at the stuff that I, I, I had and um, and that's why that actually came up. I actually wanted to talk about it. I had forgotten, and I'm glad that I actually looked up into this stuff. Holy shit, I have a little too much, too many tabs open here. You know, I wish Burt Kreischer didn't take the open tabs uh, title or topic, whatever you want to call it, for podcast. Man, that is such an amazing idea. Those are some of those things where you go like, fuck, why didn't I come up with that? Damn it. And it's such a good, good way to put it because it's so true. I have way too many tabs. I keep trying to keep them closed for the most part. And then, of course, you know, I have so much more open. Son of a bitch. Anyways, so my idea is is going to be recording old school games, whether it's regular Nintendo or Super Nintendo, and condensing them in 60 seconds. So. I think in a week or so, I did record beating Mike Tyson's punch out from start to finish, from starting from, yes, if you guys remember, old Glass Joe. I think his record was one win and 99 losses. Like, why would you even be ranked at that point (laughs) in boxing? You wouldn't even be considered. I love how the crowd's all there and this and that. Like, you, you wouldn't even be able to get two people to watch you in the back alley where like monster garage fitness is located. Uh, but anyways, I did, I did start it from, from there and I condensed it into 60 seconds. Oh shit. Is it fast? I think it takes me around 30 minutes or so to beat, but, uh, got that. And I will, I'm going to try to put that up, but that was a lot of fun. So I want to try to start recording myself playing these old school games and so forth and just condense them into 60 seconds. I know some of those games are going to be crazy and something like Metroid and Zelda that I don't think would never work, but it'd still be interesting to try. Uh, we'll see, though, with with those if I if I choose, because that's 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 a hell of a time commitment. So I don't know if I have that time for that, but for for the Contras, for the Double Dragons, uh, Punch-Out, Mario, things like that, definitely. So I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to post some of those on my IG and on on youtube and a matter of fact i'm gonna put the monster garage 
fitness videos on YouTube as well. Should be fun. I can't wait to do that. Um, I just I just want to have fun. That's the way. I've always said I want to have fun and get paid for it. Right now I'm having fun. Now I just need to get paid for it. Uh, so till then, maybe I should take out a letter from B Rad. Um oh I just wrote him back actually yesterday, but I still need to send it out. And um I tried to print it today to no avail earlier today. So I'm gonna try to print it out again so I could send it in hopes that I could get a letter back and read that shit. Because I just I don't know. I love the old letters, but I still just love reading the new stuff. It's because it's just it's current. I just, you know, it's current. Uh, yes, there are old movies that I like to watch. I mean, who doesn't? But they got to be good, man. I mean, and they got to just not get old like Anchorman or Pulp Fiction or, you know, those things. But there's just some movies that I've watched once and they're old and I don't want to watch them again. I mean, it ain't going to happen. I know what is happening in the end. I know what's going to happen, what's going on. The, sometimes the the visual effects and all that shit are just garbage, and I just can't do it. And it's just modern times. I mean, when you see somebody running around with a fucking flip phone or something, or, you know, even worse, the car phones in the day, you're just kind of like, ah. Oh. So they have to be a classic. You know, they have to be a classic. Uh, I, I love the whole, like, uh, the future film from back in the day, whether it's Back to the Future or, like, Total Recall. And they're saying, you know, the year 2020 or 2025, even 2015, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and, they, and they have like the future computers all still in DOS mode, by the way. And this is a year 2025. I, and I'm just throwing a number out there because it's kind of like total recall. It's all still DOS mode. The, the, the computer screens are just DOS mode. The televisions are are so futuristic that they're still a tube, except this time they're hanging on a wall and they're small and they're one in the kitchen, not only in the living room now. Um, the, 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 the best one I love is that uh, they're still reading newspapers. That shit cracks me up. I mean, you know, we've had tablets and, and phones for uh, what now? Oh, four, I think is the one time that oh four or is around when oh five when the iPhone came out. But, you know, they're still reading newspapers in 2025. I, I understand some people reading newspapers now, but I'm talking about like that is the only outside of TV is the only other source of information that these people are getting their news from is a newspaper in 2025. I just find that hysteric. I always laugh about that shit, but that's the kind of stuff I'm like, oh, you know, like I, it makes me not want to watch it sometimes and so forth. It's just not current. And we're talking about like, funny stuff now with you know brad and and the mindset's definitely different more so than it used to be you know for him for all of us it just i think makes for better topics better conversation and just much funnier because it's current and we talk about current things and, and what's happening and, and so forth so um that's why it's a little bit hard for me to read these sometimes and also because um also because there are names here that don't really come into conversation anymore. And then also sometimes there's things that he's talking to his mom and it just 
kind of sad because his mom is no longer with us. You know, she passed away. And so that kind of makes it a little um, just not as well, it's still authentic, but it just it's just kind of a little bit of a bummer. Uh, but uh, this is a long one. And I just uh, I just uh, pulled it out in the letter and uh, see what we got here. So I'm going to go on with it. This is actually from so this is when he was Ely in Ely, Nevada, which is a maximum security. This was in 06. So, man, that's crazy how time flies, huh? I I just, yeah. So 14 years ago. Um, it's funny. I look at the addresses that he, he wrote me at, and I'm just like, oh, that's the address. I remember where that's at. And it just brings you instant flashbacks <laughs> of those of that you can remember. So this is from June. So weird how I almost always get it almost to the to the month or sometimes even to the day. So this is June 26th of 2006. He says, Jose, what up, Haas? Man, I thought you went and forgot about me. So obviously, like I mentioned before, there was times that we may have lost contact for a year or so, but we used to, we've been actually quite consistent. It's real Real good hearing from you again, and that's and that you're alive and well. So yeah, it'd been a while. I wish I would have known how long it's been. I'd have to kind of search for all these, but you know me, I'm not the organized type so much, and that takes some time. And I'm not gonna do that in the letters, for the letters. I have quite a few. Uh, he says, "Yeah, I can imagine how time slips by out there. A whole world of thing to do." Okay, I just said that how oh, time just flies by and here it is as obviously i mentioned before but here a whole world of thing to do another thing like we like i say we take for granted and take advantage of, of how much and what we're able to do out here versus what that poor bastard in is that he has to basically ask permission for just about everything unless he's in his own home which is called his cell remember his home is probably in a lot of cases, smaller than our own bedrooms. And that's his whole house. That is everything where he eats. And I know some, for some of you out there, I'm sure is normal, especially for you virgins down there that still live or out there that live with your parents or your basement and whatever. For some of you, this might sound normal, but I'm here to tell you it is not. You shouldn't be living in your room and be eating and shitting and pissing and then they have everything in there. I mean, for God's sakes, grow up, man. All right. But still, a whole world of things to do. So true. I'm good, healthy, staying out of trouble for now at least. If you guys have heard the other letters. Yeah, he got into some shit here and there. Just a little. In here, that can change in a second. I can imagine. And it can change in a second out here. Remember that. But you imagine how quickly it can change there. But seems like I'll stay out of trouble for a while. I hope, he says in parentheses. <laughs> the prison is still on lockdown, so there's no trouble to get into. So it must, some shit must have gone down there. And lockdown, I, I've said it before, and I had no idea, but that's where they strip you of all your shit. 
Um, and then they take you to the showers, I think one or two at a time in shackles. And no matter if you're outside your cell, no matter what you're doing, like showers, whatever it is, you are shackled the entire time and you're only out for maybe 45 minutes. In some cases, you're not even allowed out for that long. It's nuts, man. Um, a bunch of us, a bunch of us got to talking and are tired of this lockdown. I'm sure some of us probably almost feel a little bit of a lockdown effect these last this last what six weeks. Uh, it's near three years now. Holy shit! I would have never thought it was that long. You're saying that I thought maybe for two or three months, three years. Is that even humane? Wow. Three years. Holy shit. And we're complaining six weeks. And we still have shit we could do in here. And go outside and hike and fucking fly kites and fish and go eat whatever we want. Go grab something to eat to bring home. And we're complaining six weeks. These motherfuckers are locked down for three years. Damn. Wow. And we filed grievances to see what the prison's sorry, what the prison says. No word yet. Just want some group yard or something other than sitting in this little box staring at our roommates. <laughs> I mean, you know what that's like right now? Staring at your own wives or girlfriends. Ugh. I mean, like not going anywhere. That's especially if she's not hot. That's about all that's going on with me. As always, just sitting around waiting to die. <laughs> that doesn't sound... I mean, because <laughs> that's what he says, but luckily he's not so much like that now, but still. Waiting to die, dinner, shower, yard, or a, in quote, good movie to come on TV. Always waiting. See? We don't... We don't... We aren't forced to always wait. Fantastic. That's cool that you're still hanging out with all of them biscuits heads. That must have been my old boys. Leave it to Doug. As we know, he, we all grew up together. He uh, has him as in parentheses, sees the village idiot <laughs> to ruin the plans y'all had for the fourth. Oh, man, I wonder what that was. Now I really want to go back and look at some of this, some of these letters. Shit, I wonder what he did. Maybe, let's see. His old lady probably told him to make an excuse. Is it still the dragon lady broad? <laughs> I don't remember who the dragon lady is. I'll have to ask Doug about that. This dragon lady broad. Hmm. That had to be grandma. But obviously he fucked our plans up somehow. Uh, ben lives in San Francisco. Tell him I said... Tell him I said, just because it dresses like a girl doesn't make it one. Ha ha. <laughs> like I said, he's never really like dark or it, it, too much in seriousness. He's usually joking, just talking shit, which is fantastic because if we do talk shit to each other, we have to wait for letters to respond to one another. Yes, letters, like written letters. Man, this was a while back. I remember Ben being in San Francisco. I got a letter from... Oh, Jamie, again. She wrote a couple times a few months ago after years of nada. She was pregnant but miscarried or something. 
That sucks. I'm not sure. She hasn't wrote till now and didn't mention anything. Yeah, we went to school with her too. Just the letter. Oh, I think he actually dated her, I believe. Um, I'm not sure. She hasn't wrote till now. Just the letter a couple of months before and and something and it died. I guess the conversation was talking about first. I had to make sure that somebody wasn't dead that I was reading and it died. But it was hard to read, so I'm not sure. That's fucked up. The, that, that that's fuck up though. Uh, so she must not have the best penmanship, would you may guess? Brad, sometimes I have the same problem. I feel I feel your pain from your letters. And my long and my long lost little bro just contacted my mom. See, I just talked about mom. Ah, Patty, he's awesome. He's in Fresno at this time. He was. I know where he's at now. No longer in Fresno, with an old lady and a kid on the way. He's got a full time job working with this girl's dad, and according to my mom, doing well. Which, as far as our history is, that means he's doing really well. And he does. He has with the. He does have his kid with him, and I don't know if it, I don't think it's the same girl from from then. But who knows? Doesn't matter. It's not we'd go into detail anyway. But it's good that at least he's growing up a little bit. To my mom doing well, she said he finally went and grew up. <laughs> I'd just be careful with that. I, I don't know. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> little shit went and settled down. You tell Missy I send my regards and congrats on the baby girl. Wow. Missy. Yeah, he used to date her. I used to date her. Man, I used to love that girl back in sixth grade when she first moved to Param. Woo! That was my dream girl. Man, I finally dated her, but not till high school. And then it was just so anticlimactic. This was, I was not feeling the same anymore. Oh, after all those years. You imagine that? It's like getting out of prison like Brad and having a beer and saying, this doesn't taste like I remember. It tastes like shit. Oh, no, I better not talk nonsense. That's blasphemy. Now to the bad news. Ah, shit. Really? All right, here we go. Yeah, man, it's really fucked up. Oh, hold on a second. Okay, so I'm going to skip that part because that is some really bad news. Um, just basically is that, um, we had a friend and his parents were kind of like our second parents, uh, mine, Brad's and, uh, this guy, Steve and my cousin, they were kind of our second parents and truly they were, we called them mom and dad. We didn't call them by their name. We called them mom and dad and we still do to this day. And. Unfortunately, at this time is when um, mom had passed. And uh, yeah, it says a little bit, but I don't want to. I don't want to go into that. So that that uh, that's heartbreaking to see. That's that's, uh, that's too bad. But he wanted me to call dad just to see how he, you know makes his day and help him get through that time. And I did finally hear from him. It's been years, probably. You know what? Now that I'm looking at 06, I, I don't even know if I contacted him then. And I just heard from him. Uh, yeah, 
well, right before this COVID thing went down, so about eight weeks ago. And we chatted for a little bit, all just via text. And I'm surprised, as old as he was, that he was able to actually text and he actually has an iPhone. However, it was fantastic to be able to bullshit and talk. And we were supposed to meet up for a little bit. He's actually just two and a half, three hours from me in Kingman, where he was in Cali. Hopefully, he's still there, but he was doing some rehab on his shoulder. And we were supposed to meet up. And then the zombie eating, brain eating, amoeba apocalypse happened. I mean, the flu happened. And now we are delayed. Hopefully, that still happens. Uh, so he says his daughter is trying hard to stay out of any shit and help dad. You know, she has two kids, um, which is crazy because you know, she was a little kid when we were hanging out. This is about his mom, which like I said, uh, my mom is still in prom on fifth street over by the cotton picking bar, the cotton picker, man. That bar, that's that was the original, I think, first bar in Pahrump. And I lived by that motherfucker when we were kids. We were living in a trailer park. And, I, and when I'm saying walking distance, I'm saying probably a football field away from the son of a bitch. And that thing was just a bunch of drunken fools and still is a bunch of drunken fools. However, unfortunately, now it's changed its name, which... Sucks to change the staple, something like that. But holy shit, shit happened there. And I used to hang out there before it changed its name because it was a cotton picking forever. Yeah, cotton picking. Not the best name, right? I guess now that I think about it. Anyways, now it's I called Irene's. But holy shit, that thing was a talk about a goddamn reality show. Anyways, nope, not the watering hole. It closed down, which... The watering hole was actually just maybe another football field or maybe two from the cotton picking just south of it, actually. And that's where Brad's mom would rendezvous nightly. And I'm talking just about every single night after work, except for her days off. Every once in a while, she really actually wouldn't. But man, was she that was that was her second home. For sure. Um. Sorry, I just got texted and I was burping. So she says, yeah, not the one who closed. My mom was bummed. <laughs> she says it's a club now or some shit like that. Ha ha. Poor her. <laughs> Which is, yeah, I could imagine she's bummed. Now that was, I'm telling you, that was her sanctuary, I think, if anything. That was more her home than her actually than her actual home. Big Five Trailer Park is where we uh, used to hang out at Brad's uh, place with Patty. Well, kind of with Patty. She used to run us out. Man, those are some good times. I'd still like to make a movie or a show about that. Um, but I'm surprised she survived that it closed down. Not a club any longer. It's now, I forgot what the hell it's called, but I think it's like a restaurant more so than it is a bar now. So she'd still be bummed out. Rest in peace, Patty. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, fuck, she's on the oxygen tank now and can't get around like she used to. She's had a long, hard life, especially having to deal with me and Joe, which is a none more accurate station, station, which is a non more accurate statement than that. I think that's one of the most accurate things Brad has ever, ever said 
And now it's even even in writing. But it's very true. Plus, she smoked a shit ton. So you haven't hit the lotto yet. But on the bright side, you're not living under the overpass. Not yet. But with this COVID, holy shit, I think I'm coming close. Oh, the lotto. No. Ooh, there goes my voice. Still haven't. Son of a bitch. Um, I'll throw... Oh, I'll throw... I'll throw a money coupon in, but don't send if you can't afford it. <laughs> I always accept donations. No one left out there to help me out anymore once a year from my older brother, Scott. Ah, see, that's heartbreaking. But I have sent him. And then when I go visit him, uh, we always have a little treat together. I usually buy him something from the vending machine. And he loves these mud pies, uh, mud pies, uh, um, ice cream. What are they? Uh, ice cream sandwiches. They're pretty fucking good. And they only sell them in prison, at least in Arizona. They're not in stores. And they look fantastic. I always buy them like a Mountain Dew and whatever he wants from there. Always a good time. It's good shit. Uh, All right now, bro. Try not to take a year to say hi next time. Take care of yourself. Okay, so that explains it a year. Shit. (laughs) Hey, I wrote him. I just got to write him. Call them, he says about um, the family. P.S. If you can, if you can or want to send money to a poor white guy, in case you forgot, fill out the rest of the inmate coupon, get a money order made out to, and mail inmate coupon and money order to the address or inmate coupon. It's a bank in Vegas that handles inmate accounts, and Brad will be happy, which must be the poor white boy that he's talking about. All right. Uh, that was it. It was actually two pages, front and back, and long, but... Um, I think it went well and still was able to talk a few things. But, yeah, I mean, that's uh, 06. Uh, He doesn't need as much help as he used to, but I like to still try to send him some type of money right now. I haven't been able to as much, but I'm glad that I could at least buy him some food from the vending machine. And listen, I know it's just a vending machine, but when you're in that fucking place, even though he can get some stuff uh, through the, what is it? Um, Starts with the C now. Commissary? Yeah. You could get certain things and certain treats there and on all, but still, I mean, you can't buy you can't get them as often and, and at least be able to best of all with your friend. I mean, I've always said, do I like food in a in a good place to eat that has good food? Absolutely. But if it's a choice between the company that I get to spend this time with to enjoy some food versus not and say the company is fantastic and the food's just okay or I can go somewhere else where the company sucks or I don't have any company and the food's phenomenal, I'll take the okay food in the great company any day, all day. And that's what that is, especially being there where he's at. So. I'm glad that we could spend some time and bullshit and just hang out and hopefully we're able to do it again soon. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I got to get ready to go because I have some weightlifting to do here in roughly about 30 minutes. So I got to get ready to head out. I got to grab me something to eat. But I'm glad that you guys tuned in. Hopefully you guys stayed through the entire thing. I know it's a little uh, different with just me on here and my rants and shit like that. And uh, I don't have a big name yet, yet, but I'm working on it, people. I'm working on it and we'll see. 
eventually, hopefully, we'll have uh, Baden back um, soon. Maybe have a guest here soon as well. We'll see. Maybe a friend of mine. I don't know. I hope. But I'm glad you guys stopped by. Thanks for stopping by, kicking back with me at least, talking some shit, listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, till then, I'm going to head out, grab me something to eat. Well, not head out, really. I'm just going to hit pause or stop, put the shit away, break it down. Just going to get something in my kitchen for hell. But then, then, I'm going to head out to Monster Garage Fitness. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again, and I'll check you guys out later. Peace. That's a fucking wrap.